Hey, what's up? My name is Joan Veliz, and I'm here to tell you that your life isn't some random set of events, but a carefully orchestrated plan by Almighty God who loves you beyond your wildest dreams. There's a catch though. This plan requires you to step out of the ordinary and be the best version of yourself, God's version. So if you're up for it, let's walk in purpose. Hi everybody and welcome to the podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about friends or something else. In the last episode, I talked a little bit about the discipleship relationship and how important it is to our lives as believers and followers of Jesus Christ. I also mentioned that on the next episode, which is this one, I would give my thoughts about friendship and why I think some people fail at friendships or perhaps don't see the fruit of their friendships as they had hoped to. Now, I'm by no means an expert, and just like you, I'm learning every day. However, I have seen a few patterns in my life, as well as in the life of others, that provide perspective that can help us all to improve in this particular area of our lives. I think a good place to start is by realizing that what we call a friend and what God calls a friend may be two different things. So let's read a few verses in the book of Proverbs regarding friendship. Now, for your reference today, I'm going to be using uh, the Amplified Translation of the Bible. And the first uh, verse that we're going to look at is in Proverbs 18.24. The Bible says, The man of many friends, a friend of all the world, will prove himself to be a bad friend. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. The second verse uh, I want us to look at is in Proverbs 27.9. And this one says, oil and perfume rejoice the heart. So does the sweetness of a friend's counsel that comes from the heart. Rather than telling us who our friends will be, the Lord gives us examples of scenarios in our lives where true friends manifest. I love how God does this throughout scripture where he tells us what to look for in different scenarios so that we can learn to see things the way he sees. Recognizing things in the midst of specific situations is one of the benefits of having a renewed mind, which is a topic that God has really been pressing me about for the last few weeks. And I'm actually in a season where I'm spending a lot of time learning about the renewal of the mind. But that's a different topic. Let's go back to those two verses in Proverbs. In Proverbs 18.24, the Bible tells us that the desire to be a friend to everyone, or rather, if we can say it this way, the desire for the approval of everyone will actually make us bad friends. And it basically makes you irrelevant. There are situations in life where a true friend will be the one telling us everything we don't want to hear. Maybe we are being that friend in somebody else's life. It can be very difficult. That's where the second part of the verse comes in and tells us that we stick closer than a brother. I'm sure everyone has people who were your friends, quote unquote, until things got bad. And then the next thing you know, they're gone. If you choose to remain in someone's life during a difficult time, that's one of the characteristics of a true friend. And that's why friendships are tested over time. I personally don't trust anyone I've never had a disagreement with because I don't know how they're going to react. Now, the second verse in Proverbs 27.9 is very closely related to the first one 
and gives us an unmistakable characteristic of a true friend. And that is the presence of counsel. The Bible says in the multitude of counsel, there's safety. And a friend, a true friend, is a source of counsel in our lives, a place of safety where we can find wisdom. The problem I see with many people is that they would rather spend time with friends to joke, to gossip, to criticize, rather than to actually obtain counsel. People actually prefer to hang out and spend time with those friends with whom they can gossip, criticize, make inappropriate jokes, and even behave carnally than they do uh, with those with whom they can have healthy and edifying conversations that are actually going to add to their lives. I've learned to be very careful because anyone who is willing to sin with you will eventually sin against you. People sometimes ask themselves why certain things are happening to them. Well, sometimes when the wrong people around your life exit your life, wrong things are going to stop happening. We also have to learn to appreciate it when someone is willing to confront us in a particular area. Confrontation from a friend is an attempt to preserve the relationship. And conversations are very important because oftentimes they determine what thoughts we entertain. I can think of countless of times when I can trace a wrong thought back to a wrong conversation that I had with the wrong person. I made a decision a while back that I wanted to have people in my life that reminded me of where I'm headed rather than where I come from. Every friendship in our lives is going to nurture either a strength or a weakness, and we need to identify which one is which. Another thing I've learned is that wrong people in our lives will birth out sad seasons, but the right people will birth out glad seasons. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15.33, Don't be so deceived and misled. Evil companionship, communications, and associations corrupt and deprave good manners and morals and character. Identifying the correct friendships is key. And if we spend time with the wrong people, we will become the wrong person as well. So how do we identify correct friendships? The following are some very easy and practical ways to identify whether your friendships are actually adding or subtracting from your life. Now, keep in mind that this is not just a reflection of other people, but we ourselves can very well be the person that others should be careful with. The focus here is not uh, others alone, but ourselves as much as others. Number one, what is the common ground which brings you together? Is it healthy conversations? Is it encouragement? Or is it for gossip, criticism, and inappropriate joking? What is it that brings you together? That common ground is a key uh, factor to determining whether your friendship is from God or is not. Proverbs 16.28 says, A perverse man sows strife, and a whisperer separates close friends. You can have a close friendship that was destroyed or damaged by gossip. Gossip is one of the most destructive things that we can have in our lives. And the quicker we eradicate it, the better we will be. Number two, what does hanging out with them do to your character? Are you challenged to improve in areas of weakness? Or do you lay back because you know they have similar issues, so you feel more comfortable with these things? Is it 
that you like to hang out with them because you can be yourself. Now, your faulty self, yourself that God is trying to deal with, the self that is not good for those that love you, the self that goes against God's will for your life. Is that the person you rather be? And is that the person that feels comfortable around them? It's really important for you to keep an eye on that. Number three, in times of trouble, did they draw closer to you or further? Proverbs 17, 17 says, A friend loves at all times and is born as a brother for adversity. We can say that the purpose of a friend really comes to manifest in times of trouble. That's why difficult times reveal who our true friends are. Now, I want to finish off by saying that true friendships in our lives are a blessing from God. Divine relationships that we need to treasure and never take for granted. What we honor, we will attract. And what we dishonor, we will repel. It is very possible that some of us had some genuine God-sent friends whom we didn't recognize, and as a result, they are far from us now. Honor simply means that we value what God values, and God honors friends. We know this because God always honored Abraham, whom the Bible says was a friend of God. I think a good starting place for any of us looking to have some genuinely good friendships is to be a friend to someone. I've always believed that if you want something in your life, you must first sow that into someone else and God will bring it to you. Ask God to show you who around you is in need of a true friend and then be that person. Sow true friendship and you will reap the same thing in your life for years to come. I really hope that today's episode, though short, is going to help you. I think it's really important that we begin to take inventory of those relationships in our life that we consider close friends. Because it's very possible that the very people that we are striving to keep in our lives, God is trying to remove. And remember that every time that God is trying to change your season, He will usually introduce a person. A new season can come in the form of a person. So it's important for us to remain diligent in paying attention to the people around us. Guys, I hope that today was a blessing to you. I pray that the right connections will be made in your life. I pray that God would give you eyes to see, ears to hear, that you would be able to identify, that you would be able to discern God-ordained relationships in your life, kingdom connections that are sent to you to give you the keys to your very next season. I pray that you would not miss a single one, but that you would be able to connect and value and prosper in that relationship. Guys, I bless you. I love you. And until next time, don't forget, you have a purpose.